Hello and welcome to Pedantic Hand Wave Hume, the podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. Uh, this week we are releasing our D&D episode, which was based on uh, one of our earliest episodes where we did serial mascots and we all decided that they were trapped in a underground facility being raised just to be mascots because we assumed that that would be easier than actually training the mascots or animating them so this is a uh about a two hour long D D episode that uh it was me jeff uh who's normally here uh my brother eli uh my girlfriend ashley and her co-worker rick um and they all came up with their own characters i came up with a campaign which they decided to uh completely ignore and so i have to improvise for an hour and a half uh and and i and i hope you like it it, it should be good i'm we're we're kind of proud i'm kind of proud of it i don't know how jeff is jeff is unrelated to the editing of this episode because it's just it's just me uh, all right thanks for listening you guys are all serial mascots for the Universal Crunch Company. <laughs> the the current CEO is a man named Ronald Crunch, who back in the 50s came up with a way of genetically engineering mascots as a cheaper way of filming advertisements. Since not all mascots are made equally, some of them... They're either because of the mascot or because the cereal didn't go forward. And Ronald, believing that it's wrong to give a creature life and then sentience and then kill them, uh, has created the bottom floor of his headquarters to be like a living world for them. He doesn't want them to get out because they are proprietary. Because but, they're monsters. And they're monsters. <laughs> Yeah, some of them could kill people. Yeah, so he just he keeps you guys all in this kind of it's like an open open space. It's about the size of a of an airplane hangar, so it's very very large. There's only about fifty or so mascots that live here. Actually, I could do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys the little map of your area and then describe it to you, so it's a little bit easier for those of you guys who can see it. So the, the boxes on the left and right are rows of, of houses that you guys all live in. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a T-shaped stream that gets fed from waterfalls that come down from the ceiling that split apart a green jungle area and a tan desert area for various creatures that need that or enjoy those kinds of places to live. And the rest of it is just kind of like meadow. Uh, at the bottom, there's... Uh, four cages, two on the left, two on the right, that are used to house larger creatures that won't fit in houses. And then between those cages uh, is just a bunch of, like, it's like an open office space where scientists who have kind of been put down here because they've not made correct political moves work to kind of sustain your lifestyle and examine you guys more to see what happens when you genetically engineer things that are not supposed to exist and if they can continue to exist. Uh, so do, and then on do the, we 
Do we yep. live in cages or in houses? It's up to you. <laughs> okay, sounds like like you called you called the ones at the bottom of the map cages, but you called the smaller one it's houses. I, why I, why aren't the big ones houses too? Because the creatures that live in there, there's only two currently. They are abominations who are very dangerous. Okay, so it's not so much based on size as like like danger. Yeah, currently it's it's based upon danger. Okay. The the far right one that is golden uh, is actually the office space for the head of the only crime organization that exists in this area, which is uh, Gary the Grapefruit, who sells a a kind of synthetic drug made from the sweat of some of the mascots to the <laughs> above people. Good, <laughs> and and he's been using it to get favors. And this is so he's kind of king of this land. The red at the very bottom, at the very south end of the of the room, is like a freight elevator. And that's the only way that you guys know of so far of how to get out of this area. So to start it off, last night all of you guys got a note that said individually, DD and FF are making moves. RC is in the hospital. And RC is going to be in charge. Please advise. Meet me by the guard tower. And the guard tower is actually not a guard tower. It's the the building in the very middle. It is uh, just a bunch of bathrooms. There's a male and female and then also a non-gendered bathroom there. So you guys are, I'm assuming, all collecting around that area at night at the specified Uh, time that you were told in the note. Sense to me. I mean, do we know who DD and FF and RC are? Um, and I don't know. Roll, roll an intelligence check. It means I have to get my dice out. That's you have to get dice out. <laughs> As the listeners get to enjoy five <laughs> separate dice bags getting opened up at the same time. I I actually really enjoy the sound of dice. What's a uh, what's a sixteen? A sixteen. I uh, so actually yes. I gotta pronounce Eli's name right. The Cinnaminivan? <laughs> Is that? <laughs> Yeah, the cinnamon van. The cinnamon van uh, would know CR is definitely. There's only two CRs you know, which is it's Ronald CR Crunch. or RC. RC, sorry, is Ronald Crunch, the older, the C, current CEO, and Reggie Crunch, his son. So R- RC will be in the hospital, and RC will be in charge. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Listen. Not a lot of these people are very smart. <laughs> uh, does anyone else want to roll uh, intelligence to see if they can get higher than a 16? I had a 12, so no. Yeah, I got a 4. <laughs> yeah, I, guess I actually got a 19. You did? Okay, so Gino would know that DD and FF are definitely referring to mascots. And it's not, it's kind of become taboo to, to have your mascots have alliterative names. So they're well. probably mascots for maybe 20 to 15 years ago that are down here. So they've at least been here for a little while. But you couldn't maybe not figure out exactly who they are. Okay. <laughs> so if you guys are all meeting up, would you guys like to describe yourself to the other players? Yeah, I can go first. So I am uh, the Cinnamon Van. I'm the mascot for the the cereal Cinnamon Cars, which is just stamped out oat cereal that's sprinkled lightly with cinnamon, uh, really high in fiber, but kind of low in taste. 
And I I am a cartoon. Huh. Is this is there any like sugar or anything in the cinnamon, or is it just like cinnamon powder that like it's doesn't not, really it's not milk? it's not enough to get the kids. <laughs> so it's really kind of underflavored if you were going to give it to a kid, and then to an adult, there are just better options that are healthier. So <laughs> cinnamon cars were short lived, but I am the mascot. I am a cartoonized version of a 1995 Ford Aerostar, which is a <laughs> classic minivan with square headlights i have i'm light green with wood paneling uh and my headlights are my eyes and my front bumper is my mouth <laughs> now was this a tie-in deal with the uh with the car manufacturer uh, i think with it was ford? supposed to be but it would be with ford so they just kind of they, they tabled it and then the cereal flopped and ford didn't want any part of it <laughs> makes sense uh, that's fair is it possible to enter you? Like, do you have seats and a steering wheel? I, I have two front seats and only two back seats. I'm kind of squished up. I'm more mini- I'm, I'm made shorter so that I can move around in human space. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rick, you want to talk about Gino? Yeah, uh, so I'm uh, Gino, who is like a sort of humanoid... Uh, white lab rat um and he's he looks very uh very strong very healthy very smart he he wears a lab coat and uh has a clipboard and glasses uh and he is the mascot for um a cereal that didn't take off very well called uh rice crispers (laughs) good (laughs) uh who else is uh jeff you want to go uh, sure. Uh, I am Biff Buffman. Uh, and what you're going to want to do is picture a circus strongman in like, uh, like leopard print, like singlet thing, big handlebar mustache, like the big cartoony, like round dumbbells, just always on hand. It seems like, <laughs> um, and he was the mascot for a short lived failed cereal, uh, that was just compressed wave flicks. <laughs> uh, I, I like the idea that Biff Buffman, like, even when people are talking to him, like, he'll pick up a drink and set it down, and the next time you look at him, that hand now has a dumbbell in it. Whatever yes. his hands are not filled with other things, they are holding dumbbells. Yes. <laughs> uh, and Ashley, you want to talk about your character? Um, I am playing Sparky who is essentially a floating, um, sparking ball of electricity with eyes. Um, and I will drop uh, my first ever character drawing that I've ever done into Skype so you guys can see what I look like. Um, kind of think of, um, the little, the little cinder creatures from, um, Spirited Away, only multicolored with uh, lots of different colored electricity arcing through me. Um, mm-hmm. And my cereal um, that uh, I was the mascot for, which failed pretty early on, was called Sparky Sugar Blast. Um, essentially, think of something to the effect of uh, Lucky Charms um, with Pop Rocks added. Um, but the Pop Rocks and the milk didn't really mix very well, so it made for an unpleasant cereal experience. <laughs> what happens also, when you milk and Pop Rocks? Is that 
Is it like the Pepsi thing? No, it's more like it's more like the the goal for the cereal was you're gonna eat it and your your mouth is gonna pop like pop rocks, but really they pop in the milk and splash milk everywhere. Um, so and you're not getting the stuff. pop rocks experience, and like moms and dads are having to clean milk up from like all over the table. Um, so just not really. Also, the the amount of sugar in the cereal was obscene, um, which made kids love it, but the parents were not about the sugar high and the subsequent crash. Yeah, we're on opposite ends of the spectrum there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you guys you guys have met up, and you guys see kind of a, a figure there that you guys would recognize as the as a scientist who's been here for a long time. Uh, his name is Tommy. He's kind of a burnout, uh, but most people like him. He's lovable. He tries to do his best just to kind of do, like, keep up with people's needs. But he's not. He's clearly someone who was destined to be down here since the beginning. Is he, like, kind of our caretaker kind of thing? Or, like... Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's one of your caretakers. You guys would definitely notice him, but he's not the sole caretaker for you guys. Cool. Okay, I drive up and I go because uh, Tommy and I go way back. We're both very kind of loving and caring types. And I go, uh, well, hey, Tommy, is is Ronald Grunch okay? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. He's wait, wait. Why are you guys here? Ah, oh, oh, letter or something. Oh, man, no, I told. I told Jenny to give that to Gary's guys. Uh, listen, it's it's okay. We're just gonna have to do with this. Um, yeah, I think Ronald's gonna die. No. And the issue is that if if Reggie takes over, he's gonna wipe all you guys out. And and I can't see that happen. So the only idea I can have is we gotta get we gotta get you guys out of here, man. We gotta get at least some of you guys so that people up there know what's going on down here. Uh, so you guys would know this, that Reggie has been adamant against the fourth floor because he sees it as a drain on the resources for the entire business. The fourth floor or the first floor? The, so I'm going fourth floor being the bottom floor. The floor you guys are on. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I had a deal with Gary to get some of you guys out, but I, I don't know if he'll be all right with you guys being the ones who get out. Uh, yeah, so uh, the the note, uh, part of the issue was, the deal was, I, I he was going to help you guys get out if you guys got rid of Dapper Danny and Freezer Freddy, which are a, <laughs> which are uh, a mascot for an adult cereal where all of the little pieces of cereal look like really fancy hair for Dapper Danny. And Freezer Freddy is a line of frozen pizzas that were supposed to be for breakfast. <laughs> Neither one of them took off. For obvious reasons. Uh, I would suggest you guys go talk to Gary. Or maybe take it in your own hands to go take out Dapper Danny and Freezer Freddy. But it's got to happen soon. Or else. Because Reggie's on the warpath, man. How many how many mascots live on this floor with us? I mean, you've got a couple, like two dozen maybe houses. Or is it bigger than that? There's probably about 50. Okay. But um, these are genetically engineered creatures. So apart from a select few there's a like a cycle of a lot of them as they kind of grow old and die or do things like that and there's a few that live in like they're fish mascots so they live in the water or they're monkey mascots they don't want to live in a house so they live in the jungle okay but like it's a small community here we know everybody yeah like a small town you guys yeah you guys would at least recognize the name dapper danny and freezer freddy 
Well, well, I don't want to kill Dapper Danny and Freezer Freddy. They're my friends. They should come out with us. Yeah, they're my friends, too. <laughs> hey, if, if you guys... I, I would love if all of you guys could be saved. But, I mean, it's just... There's got to be... I can't think of a good way to get all the way get everyone out of here. I mean, I was thinking like a small SEAL Team Six, like the best of the best mascots, trying to get out of this facility, not an entire mob. Well, but... I I can stay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if you want to give up, I I feel like you might be needed on the outside because you are one of the few here who might actually be able to get a real job. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to me that it'd be easier to break out instead of a stealth mission instead of it's more of a it's more of a you know riot scenario i think that might be more effective we should tell everybody and get them to revolt uh okay that yeah that's an idea yeah no that that sounds like a good idea how well, well we have to keep it at least away from the rest of the scientists because then they're just going to lock down the, the elevator. No one's going to be able to escape. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, yeah. Well, there's really only one way out, at least that I know of, which is the elevator. However, Gary must know of a couple ways out. He's been running his, his drug racket for years now, which is why I had this deal with him. Well, what do you think, guys? Should we go talk to Gary? Yeah, maybe we should all go talk to Gary and figure out um, you said that another way out. You said that Gary runs a drug deal that is like off of the sweat of the uh, of like some of the mascots, yeah. Fourth tier. So I'm probably pretty familiar with his operation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he might. Uh, I don't know. You seem a little too humanoid and normal to be producing the specific chemical they need. Oh, I see. Okay, but you may have have approached him, being like, "Hey, man, I." You want guys to I sweat. sweat a lot if you want some sweat. <laughs> Glistening. All the time. Wakes up sweaty, goes to sleep sweaty. Showers, gets out of the shower, still sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Never not lifting. Never not lifting. Um, so yeah, you guys could... Um, it's nighttime right now, so you guys could try and go over to Gary's. Because it seems like he works all the time, but... Or you guys could wait until morning to see if, if that might just be a better option. It seems yeah. like they're. I think what? it's time to. I think it's time. It, this seems like it was urgent, and the meeting time was right now. So let's go talk to him. Okay. Yeah, that works. Uh, so you guys wander across the little the little meadow to the far right, the far south uh, east corner. And you guys see one of the cages there. Its door is open, but a man is standing in front of it. <laughs> Eli just suddenly <laughs> uh, a man is standing in front of it and he is just completely covered in knives like maybe he was supposed to become some kind of hedgehog or maybe he was supposed to be some kind of you're not really too sure he's some kind of humanoid but covered in in, in needles and sharp objects uh, and he's like he's blocking the door from you guys from getting to Gary who is he? I mean, we know everybody. Uh, oh, so you guys would know him as Gary's kind of muscle, as a guy named Slasher. Uh, he doesn't <laughs> talk. Well, hey, Slasher, uh, we uh, needed to talk to Gary. It's a matter of the utmost importance. I think that's yes, and I try All and right, float past him. <laughs> I try and float past his shoulder to go in. I'm I'm small. I'm think think like you know maybe softball sized or maybe a little bit bigger. So okay. I don't take up a lot of space. Okay. Roll 
I'm going to ask you to roll a dexterity check, but I'm going to give you advantage on it because you're small. I'm also levitating. Does that add anything? I'm going to say, oh, wait, actually, you know what? You could probably just fit through the bars, couldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> so you go, I mean, you go right past him. I mean, I mean, does he grab me, though, I guess is... Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, he's going to try and move around and grab you. So, so... yeah, roll, roll with advantage. So roll 3d10s and take the highest two. Um, that's going to be 13 plus two for dexterity. 15. 15. Well, he rolled a four. So <laughs> he completely, completely fails grabbing you. And in doing so has just opened up the doorway for all of the rest of the party to just walk right in. Yes, yeah, so I guess I'll do that. All right. Yep. Guess we waltz in, man. Uh, you guys walk into a uh, incredibly large concrete cell that has a large oaken desk at it, and behind that oaken desk is a man. I shouldn't say man. But she, I got to be very careful about that word, even more so than during like D and D, where you're like, oh, there's orcs and things. Uh, this is a grapefruit with a face on it, and <laughs> then like 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 really nice like 1960s quaffed hair with a suit mm-hmm. on. And behind him is a, a, a bunch of mascots that you guys would probably recognize. Most of them are anthropomorphized creatures and who are just working out and having all of their sweat collected in, like, Dune-style uh, wet wetsuits. I think uh, Biff, Biff Buffman kind of lifts a little harder. <laughs> just just, just seeing all of them working out. Uh, so, uh, oh, you got really quiet. Uh, sorry. Did my camera detach itself? Uh, no, you sound fine now. Oh, okay. I mean, um, hey, Gary, why, why does uh, God, Dapper Dan and Freezer Freddy need to die? Why can't they come out with us? Listen, I told you, Slasher, the small guys can come through the bars. We need to keep them out. My, okay, guys, what? Uh, Dapper Dan and Freezer Freddy have been trying to make moves on my drug racket for years. Now, and I have no way. Well, that's not true. I have a way of killing them. Anyone can die. But I have, they have protected themselves by making friends with all the scientists. They've been giving them dope on the side. Now, I need them taken out before they get too large. Why do you know about this? (laughs) Well, I'm still out with, uh, with Slasher. Yeah. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, I have a little tire. And it's flexible because I'm like a cartoon and I'm like kind of patting him, but I'm not that. It's like towards the ground. So it's more like his knee. And I'm like, you didn't, you didn't. All right, wait, what's my voice? You didn't know, buddy. It's okay. Little guys always get past you. <laughs> again, I'm, I'm going to ask you this again. How do you know that I'm trying to take out Dapper Danny and Freezer Freddy? Is it? Oh, well, uh, we no. all got these notes. <laughs> oh, God. Listen. It's- here. I thought our main concern was getting out before we're murdered by the CEO's son. While you seem more concerned about getting everybody high on the gross sweat of genetically engineered cereal mascots. I'm confused now. Listen, doll face. Or electric doll face. There, I've been, I've been doing this for years. And you do know this. Uh, Gary the Grapefruit is one of the original mascots created by Ronald Crunch. Uh, him... Tyler the Tiger, and uh, uh, Sadie the Hawk. I've been doing this for years. 
every couple of years, someone's like, ah, someone's going to come down and take out the fourth floor. But it never happens. No one ever takes out the fourth floor. Want to know why no one takes out the fourth floor? Because nobody cares about the fourth floor. They want a place to put all their trash. So if Tommy is willing to do some of the dirty work for me, for me getting a couple of people out, I'm fine with that. But I'm not going to start rushing out of here and get rid of my business. I make good money. I'm a giant grapefruit. I can't live on the outside. Now, Gary, I know uh, we haven't always been on the best of terms since I um, wrote that uh, scientific review about the long-term effects of uh, mascot sweat-based narcotics. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I fail to see how you can't conduct your business on the outside. Listen, uh, Ronald Crunch is, he's dying. He could be dead right now. It's, don't you see how that's different this time? I mean, and, and, can I jump in? Sure. Sorry, is this going to be edited so we could take these little? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. And we're a family here on the fourth floor. It's, it's mean to call us all trash. <laughs> Listen, I still need Dapper Danny and Fruits of Freddy taken out. I will consider your proposal. Actually, I should just let me understand. What is your actual proposal for me? Well, I thought we were all going to get out. Every last one of us. Sure thing. Is it all right if Dapper Danny and Free to Freddy do not make it out? Well, once no. they get out, there will be a lot, of, no. a lot of room to expand. They can just go somewhere else. So, do you know anything about business? Absolutely not. I mean, if you have the opportunity to take out your competitors, you do that right away. Isn't there something to be said about the spirit of innovation and competition? Yeah, if you're some kind of commie liberal. Oh, gee. <laughs> so, so I'm confused now. Do you want to get out or do you not want to get out? I've heard both things from you. I will do anything you want. We, I am offering a deal. If you are willing to kill Dapper Danny and Freezer Freddy, then I will consider your proposal to get everyone out of here. What if just us wants to get out of here? Then I'm fine with that. It would still require the heads of Dapper Danny and Freezer Freddy. <laughs> what if we took Dapper Danny and Freezer Freddy out with us? That'll so that there are two drug, drug uh, pushers with five mascots that they can milk for drugs on the outside. Clearly, mm. I, clearly I don't know we... the extent of your criminal empire. Is I, I thought you just operated within the building instead of beyond its walls. No, 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 miss. We, we sell all of our drugs on the outside. Oh. Everyone in here, thanks to Gino, knows that if you do partake of mascot sweat, you will die a horrible and painful death where your large intestine and small intestine switch places. <laughs> it's, it's, it's disgusting. What if we just uh, separate them from their mascots that they're using? Or what if we just told them to stop? <laughs> Listen, if you guys... Uh, I'll make you a deal. If you want Freezer Freddy and David Danny to stay alive for some God knows reasons, because you got some bleeding heart bullshit. And I will take in our you... explicit episode that we release. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta bleep a lot of this out. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, should have, should have let us know that at the beginning too. I, I, I figured. I I'm think the one who's been most of us have been good yeah, aside from Simon. <laughs> I, what I shouldn't have done was create a character who was so readily uh, willing to swear. 
if if you want to keep Dapper Danny and Freezer Freddy alive, then I will take and, and you shut down their enterprise. I will take the five of you out of this building. However, if you kill them, I will take everybody else out of this building. Because you're right. Ronald Crunch has still not died to this day. And I do not know how Reggie Crunch will respond. However, it does occur to me that if we can break out of this place, I can expand my empire without the need to pay off some scientists. Instead, I'll be paying off just police officers and judges. <laughs> and if we I'm just sure get that's them, cheaper. If we just get them to, to stop, will you bring everyone out? Well, well, no, I'll bring five of you out. Who's, I don't know why you got Oh, I mean, that sounds like a fine start. I don't know why you gotta kill everybody. Well, because I don't well, I think, think he just wants really the tea bit. I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe they're gonna die. You're, you're talking about Freddy and Danny, right? Oh, oh, no, okay, I thought you were talking about all the other mascots. No, I want them to die. They are horrible scum. But that's the thing. What if we just get them to stop? Then I will take... Take a needlepoint or something. (laughs) Then I will take five of you out of the building. Or at least attempt to. I cannot make no problem. Who's the five of us? I'm confused over here. Uh, Maybe I'm just counting you. I am. There's only four. (laughs) Okay, just just checking. (laughs) Oh, four. Sorry, I'm a little drunk today. I'm seeing double. Maybe Slasher wants to come. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. Have we asked him? Well, I guess we'll see what we can do for you. All right. I start floating backwards out over Slasher's head. <laughs> Chin up, <All> right. old buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess I walk out, too. And uh, so uh, so now, guys, I mean, I guess we should uh, go talk to, to Dap- Dapper Danny and... Freezer Freddy, huh? And see see how they feel about living into the future. And maybe maybe we can hide them, or you know, like put a sheet over them or something, and and convince Gary that they're dead, and then we all get out and we can bring them out with us, and then they don't have to die. Or... Yeah, I think a sheet will do just the trick. I'm glad you think so. Well, they can they can just hang out in me. Or that. Right, we'll just think inside the box. Alright. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, let's go find Dapper, Dan, and Freezer Freddy. Yeah, where do they hang out at? Uh, so, uh, you guys see a a woman, a a human woman in jogging shorts and like like a sports bra running up to you and she stops, like she runs around you. She stops in front of you, but continues to jog in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a mascot you know as Runner Jenny, who was meant to be a breakfast bar mascot, where it was like packed full of energy. So she's just a human being who's been made to have endless amounts of energy. She never stops running. I float over next to her head and bob up and down with the time of her steps. I'm like, <laughs> I'm all about this. I like this energy over here. <laughs> Hey guys, sorry. Uh, uh, Gary, Gary said to me, um, um, he said that you guys didn't know where Dapper Danny and Freezer Freddy were and you didn't ask him, which he thought kind of was a bad thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of unsure because I stopped listening to him, having through it, 
but he said that uh, Dapper Danny and Freezer Freddy have taken up in the jungle. In the jungle region, I think it was in the northwest corner of the jungle region. Yeah, or maybe it was the northwest region of the desert region. One or the other, he is there, and he hopes to take him out. But the fact that you guys didn't ask him before looks badly on your professionalism. All right, guys. And I'm sorry about giving you guys those letters. They were not meant for you. I got distracted. Just decided to hand them out. I forgot who they're supposed to go to. And she runs away. I like. And no, Je- Runner Jenny is not just created so I can give you exposition that I forget to give you at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the exposition that you forgot to give us is like tinged with a little bit of condescension. <laughs> I mean, you guys also did forget to ask, where are we supposed to be going? <laughs> well, I just thought we would know where the place, where they were, because yeah. how big is this place? <laughs> it's like a, it's it's like a like a warehouse. It's like a large area. I mean, well, even then, that's that like, haven't we been here for a while? <laughs> you have, but it's like not our like, entire lives. It's not like you guys have like constantly been going over everywhere and Dapper Danny and Freezer Freddy, their drug business was Excuse unknown me. to you until right now. Excuse me, make character choices for me. I'm pretty sure I don't need to sleep at all, so I probably just bob around this place constantly. That's fine. Are you looking for drug dens? No, but I think I've just seen what there is to see because I live in a warehouse. It's almost like I've been stuck in one place without interaction beyond my household for the last couple weeks. Like, I've been in every corner of my house. I think I'd be in every corner of this warehouse all the time. (laughs) That's that's true. Uh, You're right. I should have have had you guys roll for this instead of just giving you exposition. But I also wanted to make fun of you, so. But... But hey, guys, uh, we're uh, we're looking for drug dens now, so let's go. Can I roll to know <laughs> whether I... I know it's in the jungle or in the desert region? Well, we know because oh yeah, cool. sure. Well, she said she yeah, wasn't she sure if it was, it was the one desert. Of them. No, uh, <laughs> she forgot halfway through. Is that intelligence or wisdom? Uh, I don't know. Do you feel like is it you remembering? I'm gonna say wisdom. I'm gonna say it's you. Okay, sixteen. Uh, okay, you do know. Um. Yeah, so it is in the northwest corner of the jungle, cool. but you don't know where in the northwest corner of the jungle. You can't remember. It's a jungle. It's very hard to find stuff. It's in the jungle, guys. Let's go. Let's go. And then I, I hop into the cinema minivan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's party. Let's boogie over to the jungle. <laughs> I I love this. I just I just slapped it on a post-it. So sorry about the writing. It's fine. <clears throat> uh. So as you guys are approaching the jungle, you guys cross a little a little bridge that just goes over the little uh, over the the stream there. Um, and is, is have... everyone is everyone in the city minivan? Uh, I think I would probably be more on top of it, juggling dumbbells. Nice. It's like a circus act. I'm bobbing around inside. <laughs> uh. Jeff, if you're if you're juggling dumbbells on top of it, are you like every single time you go over a bump, are you dropping a dumbbell, but then another one appears and just hand? like pulling a new one out? Absolutely, yep. So you just have like a, a like a, a breadcrumb trail of dumbbells behind you. Yep. <laughs> okay, good. I just it might become important later on. Yep, we'll find out. 
I'm glad our trail, your trail is not made of breadcrumbs, but instead made of heavy metal things that are hard to move. <laughs> okay. Um, so the jungle is pretty dense. There are some paths through it, but you have the... Uh, everybody roll an intelligence check. Three. Eighteen. Ten. Thirteen. Uh, Eli, you got, so you got six? What? No. I rolled oh. two d10s, right? And added them together? Yeah. yeah. You got a one, okay. one, one and a two. Oh, I thought you said threes. Oh, no. Um, okay, so Biff Buffman would probably, you know, idea copying into his head. If you had a clandestine uh, operation, you probably wouldn't want to put it on one of the only few roads that exist in the jungle. So it might be off the main roads in the jungle. So I just had a thought while I was juggling, guys. Uh, they might not be on the main road. Oh, no! It is a clandestine uh, drug operation, right? Is uh, the Cine minivan going to fit somewhere off the main road? Or are we talking about a dense enough jungle that a slightly oh, miniaturized minivan is going to I can, I can probably carry him over fit. the bush. That'd be fine. And and few people know it, but I can kind of walk like a like a Komodo dragon on my wheels. <laughs> that doesn't mean you take up less space, though. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, you guys, you guys figure that the cinnamon van probably cannot drive through the forest particularly easily. Well, Certainly not true. in any kind of sneaky way. If you wanted to be sneaky, I'm small and floating. I could skate, scout ahead and try and find a path. That we could all travel down. That's what you guys want me to do. Yeah, do that. That can work. Do you want one of us to come with you? Just sure. in case, as backup, as muscle? As as muscle, sure. <laughs> um, so who's going yeah. with Sparkle? Sparky, what's your name? I, I kind of yeah. look at the... the. I'm sorry, I forgot. What was the our other mascot's name? Gino. 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 I look at Gino. Like You feel like you're muscle enough? Oh, yeah. You want uh, one no, of these, okay. and I like hand you a dumbbell. Um, I uh, I grab the dumbbell, but uh, look like it, I probably like struggle with it more than uh, I forgot what your character's name is. Uh, Biff Buffman. Yeah, right. Pro- probably struggle with it more than Biff does, but try and act strong with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there you go. That's the spirit. Uh, so you guys are gonna try and go through. So Sparky can move through. Through the trees, just fine. Uh, Who's going with me? Is it Biff or Gino? Uh, I'm going with you. So, uh, Sparky, how fast are you moving? Um, As fast as Gino can move. I'm sure I can move faster than Gino through this terrain, and I kind of just want to stick with Gino. Uh, Gino, do you want to roll a dexterity check to try and make it through? Five. Uh. Gino's having you. <laughs> I'm really struggling with the dumbbell. <laughs> yeah. So so Gino Gino tries to enter like just enter the jungle and immediately is caught up in the like vines and trees of the jungle, particularly the dumbbell. The dumbbell is like he's pulling against it and it's just stuck. I like the idea. He's like three foot in and gets stuck. And so battling on that dumbbell. I'm not yeah, with Biff, Hill looks over like. Oh, you can just leave the dumbbell. I got more of them. That's fine. Don't feel <laughs> obligated to keep it on my account. That's uh, yeah. No, I was I was gonna do that, and then I dropped the dumbbell. 
Can I use <laughs> can I use one of my powers to help them out? Absolutely. Um, because I am a floating ball of sparks and electricity and have no limbs. Uh, the way I manipulate things in my world is I have telekinesis. So can I push aside the vines and plants and whatnot to help clear a path for him? Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, does your, does your telekinesis, is it like a physical thing or is it like a mental thing? It's a mental thing. I am not a physical creature in any way. (laughs) Okay. Uh, can you just roll a wisdom check with advantage? And that advantage is given by my telekinesis? Yeah. Ooh, good thing. Um, 15. Uh, okay, yeah, so you're able to free him. Definitely able to free him. Uh, and, but... and continue to, like, op- like clear a path for him as as I bob along. Uh, uh, not so much clear a path, but yeah, you make the opening large enough that he can move through un- unhindered. Uh, oh, see, guys, this is easy. I'm I'm really good at this. <laughs> you're doing a great job. <laughs> I'm glad you're here with me, Gino. Uh, do you guys want to, to roll a wisdom check to see if you can both maybe track what's going on, where you should be going? Okay, I got a six. Um, does, does my levitation give me anything? Uh, I'll say, yeah, if you fly up, if you fly up, uh, that's an 11. Um, you guys have, have really no idea where this den is. Uh, you have, like, a, a, a brief idea that it's probably hidden. It probably has a, uh, uh, yes. Okay. It probably, wait, 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 what'd you get, Ashley? 11? 11. Uh, it probably has some kind of, um, camouflage over it, which would would be your guess, but you don't know where it is. Can I use one of my other powers, which is electricity, and just start shot like hitting trees with essentially lightning, so that branches and tops of them fall off, creating a big disturbance that somebody might come out and check out? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm gonna roll a percentile dice to see how this turns out. Do I roll anything? Uh. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um. To uh roll roll an intelligence check. Or, or a wisdom check to see if how much you can control the electricity coming off your body so that it doesn't do things like start a fire or I mean I'm okay if that. I'm okay if that happens too because that'll also make them come out okay if if that's what you would like to do I guess you don't have to do it you're just like going hat hog wild okay so can I make a case for how much advantage I should have on this my one of my powers yeah. is electricity. Yeah. Um, and one of my descriptors is volatile, and uh, I think this fits the volatile description pretty well. Okay, yes. So for it being successful, that gives you two advantage, but including the volatile means it's more likely you're going to start a fire, and the fire will be worse. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> it fits with the volatile theme of my character. Um, so I'll have to roll one of my d10s twice, because I don't have... Hey, what are you doing up there, Sparky? I'm drawing him out. Maybe we should have uh. talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I rolled a 12 plus... I have one for intelligence and charisma, so I've got a 13. Uh, okay, so there is a loud boom, and it does seem that a man just kind of... Wait, here we go. 
Uh, roll a wisdom check. Sorry, I keep on giving you wisdom checks. I don't. You just are doing things that require you to be perceptive. That's that's fine. I rolled a five. <laughs> oh, okay, a man but appears maybe, pretty much. <laughs> but maybe of, Gino might have better luck. Uh, oh yeah, Gino, roll for a uh, uh, wisdom saving throw. Thirteen. Uh, okay, so a man appears, and you see where he came from, and he just he's a man. Imagine uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger from as Mister Freeze. That's what he looks like. <laughs> And he, he hears the bang and he runs out and he levels uh, like a blue gun at you. At uh, me or Gino? Uh, at Gino. He uh, has no idea what's going on or who you are. But he sees Gino as maybe the person who just, you know, exploded something. Well, well, hey there, Frankie Freezer. You're just the person we're looking for. The name is Freddy Freezer. Well, that's, that's basically what I said. I guess actually that's not my name. My name is Freezer Freddy. (laughs) Because I also forgot my name. (laughs) Listen, there's a lot of names in my head. What are you guys doing? Well, uh, Grapefruit Gary uh, said we should uh, come down here and talk to you. Uh, uh, With that, Freezer Freddy fires his his gun. Um... Uh, also, just, uh, does, does, uh, Biff or Cine Minivan have any reaction to what I imagine is very loud? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Noises? Yeah. How do you like, guys? Turn yeah, um, I think up until all of the fire, uh, Biff was trying to teach Cine Minivan how to juggle, <laughs> uh, just back times. and forth with, like, rocks. Um, and after all that, like, you know, we hear all the, crashing noises and whatnot. Um, you know, we'd stop, kind of look over to where that is, like, well, should we go that way? I mean, we can try. <laughs> you could probably carry me. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, but I guess I, I'm not sure how much use, use I'll be in the in the jungle. Uh, one way to find out, bud. All right, let's go. Uh, so, uh... Let's just resolve this now. Uh, how are you guys? So you're going to carry the Cineminivan? Yes. Uh, can you make a strength check? Uh, you uh, probably have advantage on it. Yep. Uh, with power, super strength, descriptor, never li- never not lifting. What do you <laughs> want to give go. me for advantage? Okay. <laughs> and Simon, uh, it's, it's yeah, the so, Cineminivan. So, Cine, 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 Cineminivan? Cineminivan. Cinna minivan. Cinna minivan. There you go. There you go. Uh, so yeah, you have two advantage on this. So you roll two d uh, forty. Okay. Well, I've already rolled maximum that I can, so it'll be a twenty three. Okay. <laughs> so in, in an absolute incredible feat of strength, uh, Biff Buffman just picks up the C- <laughs> I can't do the. <laughs> The Cinna minivan yeah. and just runs through the forest, completely uh, uh, ignoring the comfort of the Cine minivan as like just a path is just carved through the forest with his body. Uh, he doesn't take any any any, uh, any damage, but it 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 is a it is a large hole in the forest now. It's it's a Sherman's march through this through this forest. Nice. To, to to accentuate this this journey, this this rush through the jungle, I turn on a song by uh, heavy metal band Pantera. 
with my car radio. <laughs> yeah, and then turn it up and roll down your windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so he's going to get a, a shot off, but he completely missed because he rolled two ones. Um, and I'm going to allow you guys to uh, respond. Um, can I use my telekinesis to take the gun out of his hands? Uh, sure. You're, he's going to make a strength check, and you're going to make, uh, I said wisdom, right, last time? Yeah, with telekinesis? stick with yeah, wisdom. Yeah. Been... You can have surface to roll dice on. Uh, 15. Uh, yeah, you, you knocked the gun right out of his hands. No, no, I pull the gun to myself. Oh, you pull the gun. You are now holding a gun. <laughs> I anything. I don't have any limbs. An orb of energy with a gun. <laughs> Terrifying. Yep. Uh, the guy looks at you and goes, uh, Hey, man! Hey, whoa there! Whoa there! Uh, hey. hey, you don't you don't need to do this, man. It's uh, Listen, uh... Can it's I, just, I yeah, shock sorry. the gun with electricity and see what happens? Sure. Uh, just, I'm just going to let you do that. I don't think that that's really a check, but... Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that the, uh, the, gun, the gun melts. It was made of metal, and it is now a useless pile of twisted metal. And I'll just drop it. <laughs> you can hey, continue man. speaking. <laughs> Uh, uh, Freezer Freddy puts his hands up and goes, Hey, what? Um, listen, I, uh, I am confused. Let's get off. I, maybe we got off the wrong foot. Okay. Uh, you guys said, uh, Gary the Grapefruit had sent you to talk to me, and that's kind of code for kill. Okay. Um, what? I wasn't speaking in code, Frank, Frankie Freezer. Freezer Freddy, <laughs> again, I mean, I'm not really in a position. Your friend just is a destructive ball of lightning. <laughs> I mean, if I was speaking in code, maybe I would have been tapping out long and short signals or something like that. What do you mean speaking in code? That doesn't make any sense. I just said that we came here to talk to you. Why'd you shoot at me? Well, because I thought you were trying to kill me. I mean, I feel like it's a pretty normal thing to assume that if someone explodes and then near your near your your drug den, they're not here to be friends with you. What? Have you met Sparky? She explodes all the time. That's kind of her thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not. I. It doesn't mean it's not terrifying. That's what I'm saying. Just uh, let us know when it's most cinematically oh. appropriate for Buff and Cinnamon Event to make it into this conversation. You guys could, you guys run right through. You guys see uh, Sparky in the air, Gino on the ground, and then uh, Freezer Freddy with his hands up. I don't know. Actually, roll a roll a strength check with disadvantage uh, to to just try and and stop because you are carrying a. Uh, Right. You do have momentum. (laughs) (laughs) No, that one stays. So it'll be a 13. Oh, nice. Yeah, you're you're able to stop. It's not not like you you dig in your feet and you slide forward. Mm Because you now have the cartoon physics of the the Cine Minivan. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Hey man, like, okay, so 
what did you want to talk to me about? And who are these people? Well, you know me. I'm we're bridge partners. Okay, I get it. Yes, we all know each other. This is a small community. I what I mean to say is, how are they related to this situation? Well, maybe we should talk to Dan, Danny too. This this involves both of you. <laughs> hey, hey, Danny. Hey, Danny. You want to come out? And uh, another uh, another human creature walks out. This one dressed in a suit with Gary the Grapefruit's equally coiffed hair. <laughs> yes? What is the issue? Well, guys, I wanted to talk to you about the dangers of Mascot's West Base narcotics. I'm not sure if you were aware, but in a uh, controlled study with a sample size of one, uh, 100% of uh, mascot sweat-based narcotics users uh, had their intestine, large and small intestines, reversed. It gave a confidence interval of one to one. (laughs) (laughs) Or 100% to 100% is what I mean. Sample size of one. Yes, we've all read your study. That's what the stats program put out. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm just here to make sure nobody gets hurt. Gary sent us to shut you down, but we want to all get out of here alive, so we want to get you out of here alive, too. And out of here, I mean out of out of the cereal mascot uh, concentration <laughs> camp. Warehouse. <laughs> right, and I think everybody wants to keep their intestines in the order that they're already in, so uh, maybe... It'd be best if you guys just got out of the drug business. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, no, that's completely fine. I mean, we're uh, both humans on the on the above world. We probably could exist normally. What do you mean? Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. You're a rat, and you're a talking car, and you're a ball of electricity. This guy seems relatively normal, but kind of outdated. <laughs> Like, once you got out of here, what were you guys, what, what are you guys going to do? We we can easily make it in the world. Or easily is a, we can, yes. <laughs> Listen, I've been created with the uh, latest and uh, greatest genetic DNA sequencing technologies to be the perfect living creature. So uh, I can do whatever I want when I get out of here. And I was going to work at a car wash. <laughs> I mean. Uh, it's okay if you guys feel confident about this. Do you guys have any plans into how we're gonna break out of here? We're gonna put you in the cinnamon van and tell Gary that we killed you, and then he was gonna get us out of here. Oh, that's that's not a that's that's not a bad idea actually. Uh, and I'm supposed to stop my drug business when I'm outside of this, or can I continue doing it? Well, well I think the idea was that you to... stop. Wait, sorry. No, you're fine. No, I like this. Guys both said it at the same time. Uh, (laughs) It's good audio. Yeah, I think the idea was for you to stop, but none of us are cops. I bet that is true. And as long as none of you guys become cops, I'm cool with it. Uh, I don't know. know. I'm sure it's easy enough to join a circus. I'm going to cop when I got out of here, so you you better watch yourselves. Yeah, did you see that move with the gun? I can see Sparky having a long and storied career in law enforcement. Thanks, Dino. You're a real pal. <laughs> I didn't realize all these characters are going to be so lighthearted and uplifting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just like how we all have big dreams for the future. <laughs> Which is why we have to get out of here. <laughs> so we still have one. Uh, okay, so uh, Freezer Freddy seems uh, 
less inclined to do this, but he seems also like he will do anything that Dapper Danny tells him to do. And Dapper Danny gets inside of uh, uh, gets inside of the Cinema minivan. Uh, oh, you see, I guess oh, I would more. lower the cinema minivan so he can get into it. <laughs> well, now now you have just just blazed a path through the jungle. Uh, I feel like the city minivan can just leave. Oh, uh, like I didn't put him back down. I was oh, holding okay. him the whole time. <laughs> oh, I forgot. You have to always be lifting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now there's just two people sitting inside the van. Uh, I assume you want them to lie down. So they'll be lying down, trying to hide themselves. Uh, if you guys wanted to go back to uh, Gary. Yeah, let's take this mangled freezer gun and show Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like a good idea. I just hope Gary's not too mad. Oh, guys, I just realized we didn't ask Dapper Dang where we could find Gary. I hope <laughs> Brenner Jenny comes up and tells us. <laughs> no, it's or no problem. We... It's no uh... problem. I, I have MapQuest. <laughs> Roll your windows back up real quick. Huh? Roll your windows back up real quick, Cinnaminivan. Should we let their mascots out? Like the ones that they've been harvesting for sweat? Oh, of course! Yes. Alright, I put the Cinnaminivan down and uh, head towards whatever, I guess, bunker they were in? Uh, Okay. Oh yeah, I guess I'll follow. Uh, so yeah, it's it's not really much of a bunker. It's more just like, uh, well, I guess yeah, a bunker is probably a pretty good word for it. It's pretty pretty rough. Uh, it's just being covered by a um, what are those hunter covers for that I can't remember the names of? Blind, blind, it's, yes. Yeah, it's covered by a blind. Uh, and you guys walk in, and it's like uh, it's very dimly lit, and you just see one man uh, in a in a white t-shirt. And a shaved head, uh, tinkering away with chemicals. This seems out, very distracting. Outside of the bunker, sorry. I, uh, I, t- I quietly locked the doors. <laughs> Put just, the child lights on. Yeah, just not wanting anybody to get into too much trouble. And I turn on music from late 90s rock band Chevelle. I'm, uh, I think I'm hanging outside with the sit-in minivan. Okay. So, so just in case, you know, the, the two get a little rowdy or something. You know what's my favorite part about the Cine Minivan? Sorry. The He's Cine the perfect minivan? prison. What? He's the perfect prison. He's got those <laughs> he child safety locks. Prison. I was going to say, he gets reception down here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a question. Is this warehouse underground? Uh, you would have no idea. Okay. Out of game? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, that explains a lot why you keep saying the fourth floor and the bottom floor. Yeah. Very confusing. So it doesn't matter. It's oh it's, yeah, it's like I have, basically I have cassette. Oh okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's a man sitting there. He's he's he hasn't noticed you yet. He uh, is in a white shirt, white t-shirt, shaved head, really nice, clean jeans, barefoot. I guess I don't really think you know, about you his shoes. Really think about getting a proper lab coat in case you spill something. Uh, he slowly sets the chemicals down, and he turns around, and you see that I it's, uh... slowly pick the chemicals back up. <laughs> he slowly picks the chemicals. Uh, you see that it's a, it's a man you recognize as Sully Polish, who is a, uh, a cleaning agent, uh, 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 mascot. And he goes, I never worry about spilling things on my shirt, because I know I can just clean it right off. Also, 
I don't know that many drug dealers who wear lab coats. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I wasn't really talking about, you know, just cleaning it off. Like, maybe some of that stuff's dangerous and you don't want it on your skin. I you slowly your put the chemicals back down. <laughs> Listen, I don't know who you are or how you got down here or what's going on outside. Where are Freezer Freddy and Dapper Dan? And what's going on? You're going to have to describe this to me again. <laughs> well, they're outside. Oh, okay. So you would like me to come outside, too? Uh, well, I mean, I guess. Are you the one who makes all the the sweat narcotics oh. drugs? Yes. Yes, I am. I It's <clears throat> Dapper Dan, Freezer Freddy, and I have all been working to make drugs from our own sweat. Uh, it turns out humanoid mascots do produce very trace amounts of the chemicals and you need to just concentrate it down. It's very smelly. Uh, so it seems like Sully Polish is just gonna, he's a completely trustworthy man, he's just gonna follow you out. Alright. Alright. Uh, leave the bunker. When, Listen, if you guys when, would like to, or stay. A bunch Sully of po- oh my god, sorry. That's <laughs> fine. There you go. Yep. Okay, sorry. That's when fine. Sully when Sully Polish pops out, I go, uh, "Hey, Sully, good to see you, bud." Hi, the Cine minivan. Have you been cleaned lately? Uh, no, I'm I've been hauled through the jungle. Maybe when we're done with all this. Yeah, uh, he ignores it. He starts just rubbing down your bumper, uh, which I guess is your lip. Yeah. <laughs> is it sensual or is it not at all? Uh, no, it's it's like uh, it's like a. Uh, a burly Russian woman giving a massage. (laughs) I don't have nerve endings down there, though, so I don't really... It doesn't bother me any. Yeah, but it does seem that that Sully would like him to be clean. Where does the cinnamon van have nerve endings? Uh, In his tires, and that's it. (laughs) He's he's like a dragonfly. He tastes with his feet. Yeah, I mean, like I have, I, I, can, I have eyes, I can see and stuff, but like touch is not my my strong suit. Okay. I mean, unless you're talking about just his personality, which touches everything. Oh, comfort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if you guys would like to go back to Gary to try and convince him that you have killed Freezer Freddy and Dapper Danny. Um. Yeah. Also. Um. Hey. Hey. Hey, Gino. Do you want to grab some uh some stuff from the lab that might be used to convince that they're dead? Stuff that they wouldn't have parted with willingly. Sure. I'll go get some stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have you roll a charisma check to understand what these people would have had that would prove that they were dead. Make sense? I'm not sure why it's a charisma check, but okay. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. It might be wisdom, but like you have to. You have to know how well do you know these people? Is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's the same. Uh, <laughs> I got a five. Uh, yeah. So you grab like a uh, baseball. You see uh, someone's keys, and then uh, I don't know, like a loaf of bread. <laughs> 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 and you walk out with those three things. That looks All right. Great. Let's go. Okay, so as you guys are going back, um, you guys are going back to Gary the Grapefruit to try and convince him that you've you've killed everyone. Yep. Okay. So is the 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 cleaning fellow just like still walking alongside the cinnamon van, like cleaning? Polishing, his... Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. So how are we going to convince him that these guys are dead, especially this one who's 
standing, cleaning the cinnamon van? Well, he didn't say anything about uh, the cleaning guy. That's true. And we do have that His name is Sully Polish. Get it? Because Sully is a word for dirty. (laughs) Acknowledge my puns. Sorry, D- Dirty Clean, that was his name. Uh, yeah, he's over here waving the van down. But uh, Gary didn't say anything about killing him. Yep, no, that's fair enough. And we do have that baseball and loaf of bread, so that should cover it. And keys. And I stopped nibbling on the loaf of bread. Oh, yeah, right. That's what this was for. Uh, perfect. So you guys, you guys all arrive back at Gary the Grapefruit's uh, uh, cell. Uh, Slasher lets you in this time. So what was the decision? I am uh, outside. I shocked them to death, and I, I drop, I drop the twisted metal of the melted remains of the gun at his feet. And I say, look, you know we, we brought you their baseball and keys and bread to prove to you that it was done. And then I drop that next to the gun. Um, uh, Ashley, make a charisma check. <laughs> Great. Um, I think uh, I'm going to be outside using uh, my distracting performance on Slasher okay. as a power. Okay. On because, Slasher. Yes, to distract him from uh, Gary's order to kill us. When he's not convinced okay. by the bread. <laughs> this is a preemptive move. Yes. Um, I've got a 15. You've got a... Oh. It was a 16 DC. Rough. The DCs, his DCs are very high for having a 2d10 system. Based on what <laughs> and I've very seen. arbitrary. And very well, arbitrary. No, actually, I've been, I've been rolling... Uh, uh, I've been rolling for the characters. Oh, okay. So this is this is a perception, uh, essentially a perception check, or like a sense motive check, and he got a sixteen. Yeah. Oh. So he looks at you and goes, "I don't believe you. Do you, why? Why would every and now everybody knows that Dapper Danny would never be separated from his baseball. This, I distinctly remember him saying, "Over my dead body, will I ever lose this baseball?" I don't but, see what the problem is. Well, the problem is that you guys <laughs> yeah. are so. You guys are so adamant that you wouldn't kill him, but yet there's no body. There's just a melted piece of gun. And, and that's that all that was left. Huh? That's that's all that was left of the both of them. Would you... Didn't you hear the, the explosion? baseball and the melted gun. <laughs> and the loaf of bread and the keys. <laughs> well, you guys were adamant not to kill them. You don't have a body. And I would just like further proof that they are gone. You never said we needed to bring a body back, and they're dead. They're, they're, I shocked them to death and vaporized them because he, uh, uh, Freezer Frankie? <laughs> Freezer Freddy. <laughs> Gino got me all messed up. Uh, Freezer Freddy, uh, pulled a gun on Gino, and, and I just had to shock him. There was, there was no time to, do anything else. Reserve a body part or a body to bring back to you. And what about Dapper Danny? He was at a gun too. Or not a gun, a baseball that he was <laughs> aiming at Gino. Isn't that right, Gino? Isn't that what happened? Yeah, it sure is. It was um 
the baseball was a little bit covered in the blackened ash of his uh, body, but uh, unfortunately, uh, Dirty Clean over there had to wipe it all off. He's oh, real yeah, upset. Oh, here, that's what we'll do. Sally, Sally, stop cleaning the stop cleaning the car. Come in here. Uh, and Sully walks in, and Gary looks at him and goes, Sully doesn't look too broken up about his two friends being dead. Sully, did they kill Dapper Danny and Freezer Freddy? <laughs> uh, I'm going to assume that at the time you guys were able to come over here, you guys were able to at least inform... Did you guys inform Sully Polish about what's going on? Uh, Biff did ask how we're going to convince them that all of these three uh, are dead. That's right. And then you guys were like, oh, he's not dead. Um, okay. Sully, dead-eyed, looks at him and goes, yeah, no, they're all dead. All this is horrible. It was happening exactly like how Sparky said. Something lightning and then, yeah, dead. Uh, and Gary seems to take this as a uh, tentative solution. All right, then. So I guess we have to make plans on how we are going to get 50 mascots out of this floor. Does anyone have any ideas? <laughs> well, we'll take the elevator, right? Because that's the way that you get out of here. Uh, that is. So that's the way that we get out of here. But we've actually had a, a nobody posing as a scientist for a little while now. And she's the one who gets our drugs out to the elevator and then up to the next floor. And from there, she passes them off. My voice is changing. <laughs> it's finally happening. It's finally happening. Uh, so yeah, uh, nobodies are like, um, they look like skinny people in black, like spandex suits, like the faceless, what are they called? They're from Power Rangers? No, 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 no. What are the, what are like spandex suits called that like people buy that are like green suits? Morph suits? Is that morph suits. Called? Yeah, they look like skinny people in, in black morph suits. Uh, and their whole purpose is just to serve as like the extras in commercials. Uh, yeah. So what are they doing? So, so he just mentioned that there was, that the way he's been getting his drugs out is through a nobody who's posing as a scientist so that she can access the, the elevator and go up to the next floor with her, with the drugs. So we could try and ask her, but I don't think she can get all 50 of the mascots out of here. Oh, we can just put everyone in the cinnamon van. Clowns do it all the time. Uh, I don't think the Sydney minivan has that much volume in it. Can I hear you guys yes. talking? I mean, not that much volume, but I can fit more people. But, I mean, if you're talking about everyone, you're talking about Tarring, the 20-foot bull man, and the Unseen Horror. Both of them are easily the size or larger than Sydney minivan. How do you know how large the Unseen Horror is? Actually, yeah, that's a good point. I assume he's pretty big. He is one of the other creatures who are taking up the other cell. Uh, but he does seem to change size and is more just like a, like, you know how when, um, you're in like a dark room and you see something that's like darker than the dark room and you're like, that seems kind of like a monster. That's what the unseen horror kind of looks like. I assume he's pretty big. <laughs> you, you lost me at see something. Like you didn't understand me or you didn't hear me? Uh, the first one. Never mind. It's an unimportant. The, the, the unseen horror is just a large creature. I'm pretty sure. We should just let the unseen horror out and we'll all start a riot and storm the elevator. I, that's a completely possible idea. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, does anyone know how to break open the locks on these cages? 
I'll shock it. Okay. I got yeah. these and like brandish dumbbells. Just hit them uh, real hard. And I could probably just try and go really fast. <laughs> All of them sound like good ideas. Um, let's try and get the unseen horror out. I mean, this is kind of like we're planning a riot very quickly. I guess it is needed very quickly. Um, he turns around and he orders all the mascots behind him to stop running uh, and to, like, go out and get all the stuff and spread the word uh, that there's going to be a, a riot soon and that people should be prepared to run, rush the scientists, which is, I assume, what you want. I think so. Well, yeah, to, like, yeah. rush the, the elevator, the freight elevator. Uh, so there is there is a gate, like a, like a cage, mm-hmm. fence kind of thing, between you guys and the scientists. Um, but... That also could possibly just be knocked down. He's sick. Does it go all the way to the ceiling? Uh, it does. Uh, and it's chain link, so it's smaller than uh, Sparky. Uh, um, another thing... It? Yep. Go ahead. I was going to say, another thing that, to mention, if you guys are trying to save everyone, uh, I mentioned before that there are a couple fish mascots that do live in the river. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is, where does the river go? Uh, the river, actually, that little black hole in the middle is just a, it's just a drainage grate. It just gets recycled back up to the top and then pumped down. I assumed cleaned and then pumped down. Gross. Yeah. Well, you know, fish swim in their poop. It's kind of all they do. Kind of all. It's, yeah. It's kind of their whole purpose. Their whole jam, you know? Uh, so do you guys want to try and release the unseen horror? Yeah. <laughs> well, Sparky's the decision maker, and that's where we're at. I mean, if, that? if somebody wants to try and stop me, they can. No, nah, I don't think Biff's clever enough to, to come up with his own plan on this one. Simple, direct ideas is what I go for. Uh, this is very much like that scene from Guardians of the Galaxy where Groot just, like, rips the battery off the wall and starts the escape attempt immediately. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, okay, so you guys, so you, you know... You walk across the way. You guys pass the scientists at this point in time. They're all pretty friendly. They all wave at you guys. A few of them like throw. Wait, does the city minivan eat anything? I do not. Oh. Is there something you enjoy? Mm, The company of my friends. A new cassette tape. (laughs) Which is that? The new cassette tape. Oh, yeah. yeah. One One of the scientists hands you a Twisted Sister cassette tape. I look at it with a little bit of, like, reluctance. Thanks. Thanks, Jerry. Hey, man, anything for you. I love you, City Minivan. Yeah, this is going to be great. Yeah. Hey, I used to love him when I was a kid. Thanks. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and you guys continue to drive. The, the scientists seem completely friendly and uh, amicable as they go about doing their experiments. Uh, you guys arrive at the – you guys pass the first gate – which is this kind of on the southwest. It's this first one you'd be going from the, if you're going east to west. Um, and inside of it, it's just an, an enormous, uh, like centaur, but its body is like a bull and its head is also a bull. It's just got the torso of, of a, of a human. And it is, it is just sitting there and it's got like chains wrapped around it all, like keeping it still. And it's just pulling against the chains as hard as it can. Uh, this you guys would know as uh, Tari, who is a uh, bull man who was supposed to be a mascot for a uh, energy drink 
cereal company and is instead uh, was was, uh, crazy, killed a whole bunch of people and is now locked down here. Uh, And the unseen horror is next to that. Can can we see it? Can we make out what it is? Um, (laughs) So what you guys see is like uh, the, the ground of the concrete cage is just like black ooze. And there's out of like out of the black who's like rising out of it uh, is just like the body of a small child. It's both part of the black who's and rising out of it. If that makes sense. Grass. Yes. Well, who should we? Who do you think we should set free first? Set 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 free first. Well, probably Tori. He and I play backgammon backgammon every Tuesday. How, how does that how does that go? Well, who, I mean, who I usually just... wins. I just park out here and I I play and he watches. I think you know, everybody needs to be taken care of. We can't forget about anybody. We're all part of a big family. All right, all right. Uh, so if you guys would like to, the the gates are like standard bars uh, that go floor to ceiling. Uh, concrete walls, concrete floor. Uh, there's a concrete ceiling to the to the gate, so you or to the cell. So you could get on top of the cell because the cell does not reach all the way to the ceiling of the actual world. Biff, you want to try and pull the bars apart? Sure, no problem. I try to pull the bars apart. Okay, give me that. Give me that strength check, and I. Okay, yeah, give me that strength check. I guess you have two advantage on it. All right. I don't know if this is actually okay. Uh, seventeen. Uh, you you pull and you can you, the bars feel like they might give way, but they don't. You feel like the these bars were meant to hold a enormous bull, human creature. Right. Okay. But, I almost it, got it. Gino, do you think you can give me a hand? Yeah, Biff, I, I've got just the thing, and I uh, pull out a syringe and hold it up, <laughs> and I say, "This is the uh, the latest in uh, genome." Editing technology. It'll make you stronger right away. Oh, well, I don't know how I can get any stronger, but I'm willing to uh, take injections to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, I I stick it um, in his arm. And it's it's actually just anabolic steroids. (laughs) Uh, uh, But it does... It it does give you the the descriptor of reckless. Yes. This is going to be fun. I I don't really know when that's going to go away. We'll see. <laughs> Play, playing it kind of loose. Uh, yeah, so you want to try fine. and roll that again? And, uh, and, you know, do uh, now you have five advantage, so it's five D10. All right. Take the top two. Let me also write these down so don't forget them as I continue rolling. Sorry, I didn't realize that no, not everyone has just an endless supply of D10s like I do. <laughs> well, I do, but I only pulled out two of them. Uh, 21. Uh, that's, that's, uh, so you do start pulling the bars apart, but you realize you're only pulling from your shoulder height. And so you, you do create a hole, but it's like a diamond shaped hole that clearly can fit the, uh, the creature in front of you. Mm hmm. Maybe try again when you're on top of the in a minivan's roof? I don't mind. Alright, sounds good then. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, roll. Actually, I'll let you use the same strength check, and you can, you make the hole, 
large enough that if the bull ducks, he can fit underneath it. Uh, he okay. is covered in chains, though. Oh, let's get those chains covered. Lots of sixes on this one. It's almost like you're a 16. Demon. Almost. Um, 16. Uh, it looks like you, you actually, with a 16, you do separate the chain from the wall. But you feel like it's not actually because you pulled the chain from the wall, but it's probably because Taurine pulled the chain from right. the wall. I will not let that stop me from taking credit. <laughs> uh, the enormous bull, uh, like, claws at his, uh, claws the rest of his chains and rips it off, and then charges the, the, towards you guys, um, to break through the, the gate in front of him. Uh, everybody roll a dexterity check. And as he's charging towards us, I say, Hey, Tori, now that we got you out of there, how about you helping us with that next cage over? Uh, 16. Okay. Nine. Uh, is that injection changing anything on this roll also? Or is that uh, just no, strength? That strength? strength. Okay, figured. Uh, 15. Okay, so, uh, Rick, what'd you get? Nine. Uh, so, uh, Gino and Sparky both take one point of harm as you are trampled by a large bull. Physical uh, harm? Was that? Physical harm? Yeah, uh, physical harm. Uh, <laughs> yes, mental harm. It's just so I mean, traumatized. I, I've never played your game before. I gotta see. I <laughs> uh, Wait, I guess I don't know how this works out, but like I gave Dino the trait um, durable. Oh. oh, you did. So I'm gonna so, say he actually doesn't. T- he gets trampled, but he doesn't seem to be affected by it. Uh, yeah, I'll take that as like uh, hmm. Yeah, I'll take that as like a like a damage resistance. Cool. Um. Yeah. So so only Sparky takes one point of physical harm. Uh. And the but the bull seems to be angry. Or actually, it's hard to tell if he's angry or elated. But he does seem to just be running around the field and skipping and jumping. Well, he's got to be careful. That's how you break an ankle. Uh, it seems like he has got the intelligence of a bull and doesn't really know what's going on. <laughs> I haven't seen horror still there though. Are the well, bars about the same? Yeah. Well, you, now you, we know you how to keep get doing in. my thing. Yeah, why not? So, the weird thing is, is that if the unseen horror was completely stuck in his cage, you feel like he would just be able to melt Oops, out of out. It. Right. the liquid, much, uh-huh. which you can see is a liquid. So uh, Biff starts pulling on bars. <laughs> <laughs> you can continue your your exposition. Uh, would someone like to roll an intelligence? Check to see if they can figure out what is, uh, what is possibly on the inside. Of, like, why is the unseen horror not escaped yet? It doesn't seem it's like there's really any reason for that. Twenty-one to open bars. You can, you do the same thing. It's really low and it's a big old diamond. <laughs> yep. I got a nineteen intelligence. I got a five. <laughs> um, this gotta be. I'm gonna say, Sparky, uh, you actually feel because you're you're connected to the electrical grid that there is a uh, a field 
like an electric field that if the unseen horror would remove a past, he would be in tremendous amounts of pain. Can I find where that field is? Um, like, like, or I guess where that, where the power is feeding into that field. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's coming. It's through the wall. So, I, yeah. So I would actually say, uh, roll wisdom with advantage because you have, uh, you're pretty much made of electricity. Uh, thirteen. Um, I'm gonna say you have a pretty decent idea that it's it's definitely on the wall that it's to your right if you are looking at the cage. Inside uh, or outside of the cage? Oh, uh, what did you say? Inside or outside of the cage? Uh, it's both. So it starts on the outside, it goes inside, and then that's like the power conduit, and then it's the you can clearly see um like the the glowing uh, essence of the electric field, and and like the little connectors around the each side each around the cage. That are generating it. I want to. Um, can I try and use two of my powers simultaneously? Can I use both electricity and reinvigoration to try and suck the electricity up to improve my health and also like deprive this thing of electricity? Uh, absolutely. I'm going to have you roll a Constitution saving throw. Uh, with advantage, sorry. You, with advantage or double advantage? Because I'm uh, using electricity sorry, and reinvigoration. and electricity. Okay. Um, 15, uh, 14. No. I have a lot more constitution than that. Yeah, 16. There we go. Uh, yeah, no, you successfully do it. You heal back your harm. Uh, and you now feel even more... Uh, <laughs> You feel even more energy right now. The the it seems like the entire you you don't so much deplete the energy that's creating the field. Instead, what you do is you suck up so much energy through the field, you pretty much fry the electronics for the entire floor. Uh, and you have gained the description of energetic. Wait, so do all the lights go out? Yeah, everything goes out. Uh, water starts stops falling. <laughs> Starts draining down the the, the uh, uh, grate there. Uh, that's really the only thing you guys really noticed so far. Well, is but it yeah, like, it seems like the the power now? for the entire area has gone out. I mean, is it is it dark now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they yeah, were like yeah, it is dark. Four you guys floors are underground. It's just pitch black. It's what completely pitch black. Emergency lighting. Also, my headlights go on. Oh yeah. Yes. So emergency lighting and and headlights go on. Uh, you guys do feel that. There's like um, there's like a very cold, cold breeze that seems to like wrap itself around your ankles. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but it's momentary and passes. Rick, I'm really hoping and waiting for you to say that you start glowing because you have jellyfish genes. Is that what you're trying to <laughs> trying to get to? No. no. Come on, why not? <laughs> um, I am also I am also one of my descriptions is bright. So there, I am light as well. That's right. You start growing, glowing, or you've always been glowing. I'm not glowing. I'm, I'm not glowing. I am bright. <coughs> Wait. Okay. Yeah. You you are generating light right now, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, like electricity, I'm electricity sparking through the air. Uh, so yeah, you guys have actually created a very good, you guys have released a bull and an unseen horror and then turned off the lights. Kind of a good time for a riot, too. <laughs> Alright, now, is, any, is anyone noticing our antics? Like, the bull isn't making noise and people are, like, waking up and coming out? Uh, you guys do see people are gathering in the meadow, uh, because of the, 
uh, Gary the Grapefruit sent out all of his uh, drug generators to kind of get everyone together. Uh, the bull seems uh, scared because he doesn't know what's going on and it's dark out and there's a lot of noise. Uh, but you guys haven't seen anything happen with, like, the scientists seem like they're worried. It seems more like they're trying to, like, recover data and, you know, put things in freezers, make things that, that make sure that their, their data, that their work isn't affected. They are trusting the, they are unaware of what's happening outside. I mean, they can't see the massive bull creature frolicking in the meadow before the lights went out? Uh, they, no, no one perceived that. They're idiots. Also, they roll very badly. Where, so the elevator is this red line on the south end of the map? Uh, that's the elevator. And then it's a big window. Office space. Big window through the, uh, like between us and the office space? Oh, the green? Uh, yeah, those are, those are two doors in the gates. One's for larger creatures, one's for smaller creatures. But, uh, they're, they're mechanical locks, they're not electronic locks. Well, can the Cine minivan ram it, or the or, or pull it apart? Use his tail lights to get the attention of the bull and have the bull charge it. There we go. Boy, um, I guess I could do either one of those things. I don't want start... to hurt myself, though. What if we just made the bull smarter, and then we could tell him to go open it for us? Well, I wouldn't know how to do that, but that'd be a good oh, idea. And then I hold up another syringe and say, what's my special <laughs> intelligence serum? <laughs> awesome. Let's do it. Hey, Unseen Horror, we're trying to get out of here. Wherever you went, I don't know where you are, because you're unseen and it's dark. But we're trying to get out of here. Maybe you can give us a help, since you are the Unseen Horror with mystical abilities. Uh, you guys start hearing scientists screaming in horror. Um. <laughs> oh, that seems. The unseen horror is. <laughs> okay, guys. Here's my plan. Uh, Biff gets on top of the minivan and holds me in the air, and then we drive towards the bull, and uh, Biff throws me in the air at the bull, and then I stab it with the serum, and then he'll be right, smart enough plan. to we can tell him to let us out. Sure. All right. <laughs> this can't go wrong in any way. Let's do it. <laughs> Okay, so so this the 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 Cine minivan is driving at the bull. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then and then Biff is going to throw Gino, who's going to inject the bull. Right. Yeah, and then and then maybe uh maybe Sparky can distract the bull. Got it. So he doesn't eat us <laughs> on our approach. Sparky already gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm already there. I'm already like floating up and down in front of his face, just out of reach. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, uh, the, the Cine minivan is, god, the Cine minivan, uh, it seems like he actually is, he's, he's totally fine driving over this meadow, because he's done it several times. Uh, Biff, do you want to make a strength check? I can uh, and Gino, do you want to make a dexterity check? Okay. Uh, I guess, Biff, you probably have, you're not... Okay, so here's an issue. You probably only have one advantage because you you're using if you're using super strength. Okay, so does the recklessly throwing him not count then? Uh, I guess this is reckless. I don't think that that is gonna count against you or for you. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, oh wait, you are at you are at a disadvantage. 
because you're throwing someone who is bulky. That's what I'm going to say. So you have a, you're just 2d10. Okay. Is there, what about, is there some sort of advantage because I'm distracting the bull, so therefore he's not going to be able to move? Maybe that's, uh, maybe that's an advantage to Gino, but. Do you want to, yes, that is an advantage to Gino if you make a Christmas uh, check to see how well you're distracting this bull. Uh, can I use bright at, with advantage? Uh, absolutely. Can I use energetic with advantage? Uh, yes. <laughs> I like the descriptors. <laughs> They're great. Um, I have an 18. Uh, so yeah, you like the bull has no idea what's going on. He seems like he's kind of like backing up and like putting his hands in front of his face, protecting himself. He has human arms, which seems wrong to give to a bull who doesn't know how to use them. Um, <laughs> I'm still in my head. I wasn't planning on giving this character an intelligence, and I don't know how I'm going to play him having <laughs> knowing what he is. <laughs> Uh, Gino, roll dexterity with advantage. Or tell me which you got, I don't remember. Uh, 16. Uh, so, yeah. Wait, what did, what did uh, Biff get? Uh, he got an 11 for throwing. Uh, okay. So, Biff is able to throw you in the general direction. Uh, you're able to... You're pretty lithe in the air for some reason. Uh, and you end up... You do end up getting on the bull and stabbing in your uh, injector really quickly, uh, and you do you just do you just plunge that put that plunger right in there. Yeah, and then and again, like I you know that you have to worry about how to play the bull as intelligent because, of course, intelligent serum isn't a thing; it's uh, amphetamines. <laughs> and it says, provides the descriptors focus and jittery. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the, the bull just, just starts to really tweak out. And, it just starts to vibrate. Yeah, suddenly, before you you were like, maybe he's elated, now you're pretty sure he's just terrified. And, and he just starts swinging wildly at Sparky. Uh, but because he's a large, dumb creature, he's very slow, he kind of misses. Actually, Sparky rolled dexterity with advantage. Hopefully he rolled poorly. I have a, an eight. Uh, uh, a nine. A nine. Yeah, yeah, he rolled a four because he had disadvantage. Uh, but yeah, so he, you miss him. He's, he's trying to hit something that's much smaller than him and that he is, he's I'm, not equipped at all to be handling this right now. Wanna, Maybe you can try uh, and convince him to do something. <laughs> I want to bob backwards towards the, towards the gate we're trying to get through to try and like lead him over to it. Okay, okay. He yeah, he seems like, he seems completely uh he Focus. doesn't care about anything else that's around him, just you. And Great. he seems to be following you like a like a Pied Piper swinging at you. Wildly. And I say, "All right, Taurus, go get that gate." He he doesn't respond. <laughs> and I'm following slowly behind with Biff on my roof rack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, so- I guess when I get to the gate, I'm going to like go up really high so he can't murder you so he can't reach you so he can't reach me and maybe so he'll then have the gate in front of him and go for it i don't really have oh wait can i can i can i bob up right next to the gate um and maybe he'll walk into it going after me and then i'll shock him with the gate 
like I'll put electricity into the metal of the gate so when he touches it he gets shocked and then he gets pissed and tries to tear it up. Uh sure. Huh. Uh so I'm gonna have you roll a charisma check uh with advantage. Uh yeah. Seventeen. Yeah, he seems like he's completely obsessed with you. He cannot stop focusing on you. You are the only, you're the brightest light in a room full of darkness. Uh, so yeah, he follows you right up against the fence. And I, I guess I'm just going to bob there right in front of him. And if I take damage, I take damage. I'm going to electrify the gate so that when he tries to hit me, he'll hit the gate and get shocked. Uh, okay. So yeah, yeah, he swings at you. If you would like, would you like to try and dodge it? Uh, uh, how about this? How about this? Make a dexterity roll with disadvantage so that you'll remain on the fence, but you have the chance of, like, moving out of the way while still remaining in contact. So, I only roll one. One, and then add one to it, yeah. Yeah, I don't think any of my other... Do you can count on that? Uh, I rolled an eight, so plus one is a nine, plus two for dex. Eleven. Uh, so a ten? Uh, he does, he does end up hitting you, uh, and you take one physical harm. Man, Sparky, you're just getting beat up. <laughs> healed myself earlier, so that's true. Uh, yeah, so he just uh, his focus is uh, drawn to the fence, and he just starts trying to rip it apart. Uh, and he successfully does that. Nice. There's now a huge hole in this gate. Uh. The the screams of the scientists have seemed to be have seemed to fade, <laughs> faded, uh, and you can't really see what's going on. It's it's strange because you know that there are safety lights on the other side of this fence, but you it's actually completely dark. So it's almost as if there's like something blocking the light from entering this area or leaving it. I'm sure that's fine. Hey man, don't mess with genetic engineering. And just to be certain, we're like. At the fence, we broke through the fence right in front of the elevator, correct? Uh, yeah, well, you guys broke through the lar- I'm assuming the larger creature fence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so now there's like a bunch of office, like office space between you and the elevator. Right, right, but we can't see. Yeah, you can't see the elevator. I inch forward and put my high beams on. Uh, okay. So your high beams do penetrate the darkness more. Uh, but it kind of seems like the darkness is, like, encroaching on the light that is being generated, if that makes sense. Uh, but you can see, uh, you can actually just see, like, probably about six feet in front of you. Okay. Uh, well, this is kind of unusual. These are new Xenon headlines. (laughs) How's the rest of the riot going? Uh, this, it, it's not, is the answer. You guys pretty much have done this yourself. Uh, but it does seem like the crowd is, is walking towards you, uh, looking for some kind of guidance. Well, maybe uh, Sparky can give you some extra charge for those lights. Yeah, I can. Uh, can I try and reinvigorate the Cinna minivan? Uh, sure. Oh, and uh, also, I don't, I don't know how well this would work on a uh, van, but we could try giving you my special endurance serum. Uh, I don't know if it would, but you could definitely, like, Check my battery if you want, Sparky, and try to give me a help that way. I don't, have, I don't have blood or muscles for any serum. I will just put it in the gas tank. I don't have a, I don't have a gas tank. <laughs> Guys, he's a biologic butt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay, uh, Sparky, if you would like to give up the descriptor I just gave you of energetic and give it two, I will allow you to give it two. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Ener- energetic is not a descriptor that I need. It is a descriptor that is just inherent in my character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need it uh, blatantly stated. <laughs> Do I need a roll or can I just give it up? Um, I'll just say you can just give it up. There you go. You're energetic I now. I will say, uh, it's not just energetic. Cinnaminivan, would you like to roll, or you are going to, I guess, no, I would like you to roll uh, a, a constitution saving throw to see if you can contain the enormity of the power of Sparky in your <laughs> 1970s wiring. No problem, 16, 19. Oh, yeah, easily. Like, you you feel the best you felt in your entire life. You are right. jazzed. Your lights cut through the... Uh, cut through the darkness, and you can probably you can now actually see a straight path in front of you. Uh, it's not to the elevator, but it is to that back wall. Uh, and across it, you see just dead bodies and just torn papers, <laughs> flipped desks. Whoa! Uh, I, I run forward through the path of light that the um, headlamps are making, yeah. and, said, and I say, "You bastards never submitted my." research to the Journal of Toxicology anyway. It was a lie. <laughs> uh, no, no one responds to you. Well, we're, we're going, right, guys? We're, we're just trying to get out of this. Yep. Uh, yeah, sure thing. Like, come on, everybody. And I, like, wave everyone over into the darkness. <laughs> I, I play the song Lay It on the Line by the Canadian rock band Triumph. Uh, so how are you guys walking through the darkness with this group of people? Uh, I'm still riding the cinnamon fan. I am okay. inching slowly, and I think I'm in the lead. You're in the lead. Oh, I was going to run in front of it. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, huh? So you guys, this path is lit? Yeah. Uh, why don't I just stay still and light up the way, then? Okay. Uh, so then, yeah, you guys, that, 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 that's what happens. People seem to walk down the path. Uh, uh, they're a little scared, uh, but they, but everyone makes it to that back wall, uh, fine. The, you have to walk over a lot of dead bodies. It seems like all of these, like uh, do. what? Like you do. <laughs> like you do. It seems like a lot of these, uh, scientists were killed by people. Like they have strangulation marks and like they're bruised and stuff. That's all you notice. Unless you, you guys would like to... So, Simon, uh, when you were like, yeah, we're going to have a, like, serial mascot breakout from the lab, <laughs> I really didn't think it was going to start out with us being ordered to murder some of our fellow serial mascots and then also walk through a room full of dead scientists. So, way to way to get darker than I thought this was going to get. <laughs> Where's the bull right now? Uh, oh. What's he up to? He's going to make a constitution saving throw to see if that he's still uh, up. He is not. He is passed out. Oh, no, buddy. Um, where is he? Is Here's he near more by? amphetamines. Uh, yeah, he's outside the gate. Um, yeah, before I go, I want to um, go inject him with my special endurance serum, which is uh, psilocybin. <laughs> yeah, what, what is it? It's psilocybin. And it provides the descriptors enhanced endurance and tripping balls. <laughs> this this poor bull. <laughs> uh the the bull seems to 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 awaken 
with this shot, but he seems to be staring at his hands very intently. <laughs> and moving them further and towards his face. I said, come on, buddy, and I wave him forward and then run ahead. Uh, he seems to just aimlessly follow you. Uh, so most of you guys are on the back wall now. Uh, you know that the, the elevator doors are off to your right. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, are you guys going to move towards the elevator? Definitely. Okay. Once everyone's in front of me, yeah. And then, yeah, so I'm assuming, I'm assuming you're just keeping everyone inside the light. Yeah. Eli? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so for the majority of it, uh, it's, it's mostly uneventful. You know, you guys see a few pe- see a few more dead bodies, see a few more desks that have been turned over. Uh, you guys reach the freight elevator, and it's um, it's just got a grate in front of it, but it's been clearly powered off. I'm gonna shock it. I'm gonna fill it with electricity. Uh, so that's not how elevators work because you would need to shock the uh, what are they called? The motor. Yeah. The winch. Uh, can I? Can I? find like a hole through the you know like how when you step into an elevator there is a little bit of like a crack between oh yes can i go up the elevator shaft i mean maybe i'm making a lot of leaps about how what i what i know about how elevators look no about how how much i know about how elevators work Uh, you've seen die hard Hard, right (laughs) sure um, I want to. I want to show it fly. every Friday on our Friday <laughs> Die Hard night. It's the only movie you've ever seen. <laughs> it's all they let us have. I want to fly up the shaft to find the winch and power it. Uh okay. Uh I'm gonna say you no longer have enough power that you can kind of freely distribute without hurting yourself. Uh, after charging up the cinnamon event to to power this winch. That's okay. I'll take harm to do it. Okay. Uh, roll a constitution saving throw. Is this to power it? Uh, this is to, to, to lessen the damage taken by. Okay. Um, 14. Uh, you take two harm, uh, but you do power up the winch. Can uh, I, can I add an advantage to that roll before I take my harm? Because uh, I'm... Using electricity to do this, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Or oh, yeah. Using... So, yeah, you can do yeah. it. Uh, get advantage from your from your power. Okay, that's uh, actually sixteen plus three, nineteen. Okay, yeah, yeah. You only take one harm from it. The, the elevator starts moving upward pretty slowly. <laughs> yes, yeah. It seems like it's a little bit of an underpowered uh, uh, power source. But I don't know if anyone's in it. I just zipped up and started moving the elevator. <laughs> I'm going to say no one is in it, but it, it is moving outwards. Is the door open? Uh, I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> open the door. <laughs> uh, I guess I will open the door. All right. It wasn't latched in the first place. You can easily open up the door. And it's a freight elevator. Oh, so it's a freight much. elevator. Yeah, you're right. Oh. Uh, if you guys, everyone just starts clamoring in. Uh, there is a little bit of an issue, though. Freight <laughs> elevator wasn't made for fifty people. Well, yeah, it seems like it seems like you can only fit about twenty five on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are you all you guys going to go first? Uh, are you going to send up? And you guys also don't know where this freight elevator comes out at. Right. Um. I don't. Do we want to pile in in the first go, or are we going to make sure everyone gets out? Uh. 
Cine minivan, cine minivan's like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out here and, and make sure everyone gets out safely. Plus, I'm the only source of light, apparently. <laughs> I'm already, I'm not there, so. Yeah. So, do you want to go with them, Gino, or do you want me to go uh, with the group to make sure that there aren't armed thugs on the other side? Uh, maybe you go with them, and I'll stay here with the cine minivan. Okay, so I pile in with the people uh, in the first round of elevator. Okay. Uh, so the freight elevator continues to go up. Uh, and it actually is, it's because it's a freight elevator, it's, you guys can go past the third floor, uh, but I am going to ask for another constitution saving throw from Sparky to power it that far. With electricity? Yeah. So with advantage. Um, 17. Uh, you do, you still take one harm. Again? Yeah. I mean, you're a small, I mean, you are pure electricity, but you are powering, I have to nerf you somehow. Okay. <laughs> what happens? Well, we'll find out. <laughs> what? what happens? I'm not down to zero yet, or, but I'm getting there. You, you die. Well, don't die. That's bad. Um, Avoid doing that. I, uh, yeah, so so the freight elevator reaches its top point at the, on the second floor. So this is two floors above you, one floor below, floor, one floor below ground level. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it's a very confusing layout. Uh, uh, and and you guys enter that floor, and it's just it's complete white space, like it's like a white hallway. For those of you who are in the elevator. Okay, so I guess that's fine. Off you go. You just gonna you just gonna leave the mascots out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's so a yeah, second the... wave. And I'm going to explore to see if Sparky's dead yet. Because uh, I imagine it's like a stuttering bursts yeah. of uh, <laughs> yeah. the elevator going up. Uh, yep. Sparky's not dead. Uh, but you do start seeing that electricity, like lights down the hallway. Or starting to flicker back on. As it seems like electricity is returning to the building. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like immediately stopping the mascots from disembarking nope. the elevator? Nope. In fact, you telling them to just just go. They are meandering out of the... Cautiously meandering out of the out of the elevator. Alright, that seems fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you like to go... Are you going to stay in the elevator to go back down to get the last few? Or are you going to... Um, can I, like, call up to Sparky that it looks like power's coming back? Uh, sure. Okay, I do that. Sparky! Looks like power's coming back. Don't kill yourself. Uh, cool. Can you send the elevator back down to the bottom for the rest of them, then? Uh, I push the elevator down button. Okay. Uh, so the elevator goes down. Uh, it lands at the, at the fourth floor. Gate opens up. Everyone else can get back on. The last 25, plus the city minivan and uh, Gino. All right. Awesome. Uh, uh, the city minivan and Gino, uh, roll a wisdom saving throw. Seven. Seventeen. Uh, as you are going back, as you're like going back up in the elevator, uh, it seems like the the unnatural darkness that was inside of the laboratory area is gone. Hmm. Kind of weird, huh? Uh, and you guys arrive on the second floor to well, find... Wherever he is. <laughs> uh, you guys arrive on the second floor 
uh, to see Biff uh, corralling a couple mascots to keep them from walking further down the hallway. Uh, but you guys don't see any uh, other creatures up here. Sweet. Where are we going? I guess down this hall. Okay. <laughs> does does uh when the city minivan when he moves does he make like the little cartoonish like puffs? Uh, no, no gas. Okay. It's a chill. It's a cereal that was meant for children, so the pollutants are they were kept <laughs> out. Uh, cool. Uh, you guys continue to walk down this hallway, and you start. Uh, everyone make a wisdom check. I've joined. I've rejoined everybody. Yeah. Eighteen. Seven. Three. Eighteen. <laughs> Boy. Uh. You guys hear uh, what? Uh, you guys, yeah, you guys can hear what hear what sounds like footsteps of, uh, but they're not boots. They're more like uh, talons or nails. Coming from where? Uh, coming from uh, uh, further down the hallway. That's kind of all the direction you can get. Okay, so I guess we keep going down the hallway. Uh, so further down the hallway, what you guys see is that the uh, you reach like a T. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and to the left, you can clearly see is an enormous anthropomorphic tiger who lunches and tries to eat you. <laughs> Whoa, hey! Uh, who is in the lead of this group? I imagine I'm bobbing not maybe not, not in front, but like above near the front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did say let's all go down the hallway, so I guess it would make sense if I was in front too. Uh. So I'm gonna say Biff is the more appetizing. Uh, <laughs> really? Make a dexterity check. Uh, what's my dex? Nineteen. Oh, uh, you definitely avoid uh, a lunging uh, tiger. You no, you probably could assume this. You've never met them before, but this is probably Tyler the tiger, mm-hmm. who uh, is a a second floor mascot, or sorry, a third floor mascot, so he's like one of the top tier mascots, and he is uh, clearly enraged or scared. You can't tell he's a tiger. He doesn't really have, you know, <laughs> an expressive face. face like we'd, we'd expect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he seems uh, he seems like he's ready to attack you again. Okay. Um, I dip into, like, you know, kind of the fighting Irish sort of fisticuff stance. Um, yes. But I also do call over, um, was it Tyler the Tiger you said? Tyler the Tiger. Uh, with my charming handlebar mustache call over, uh, Tyler, come on, what's going on, bud? We're just, we're just getting out of here. No, we're getting out of here. You guys are staying here. I mean, we can uh, all get out of here. And from behind you guys see uh actually make a dexterity saving throw did i get anything for levitating uh no not for this sorry 15 uh you dodge a hawk that is trying to pick you up out of the uh, out of the air with their talons and is now landing on tyler's back uh and anyone in the back can see that out of a door that opens up is a uh is a puffed Rice crispy, uh, in in baggy pants and a baggy sweatshirt, as well as a enormous dragon. 
Uh, you guys would know this as DJ Crackle and Snapdragon. Uh, and you seem to be completely surrounded by uh, uh, aggressive mascots. Yeesh. <laughs> uh, the, the dragon is, uh, is, uh, sucks in air and, and is preparing to breathe what you would assume to be fire. Uh, I don't know. He's a cereal mascot. It might be milk or something like that. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, we'll find out soon enough, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so would you like... guys like to make any moves? Um, yeah, I want to open the door on the center minivan and say, Frankie Freeze, there's a fire-breathing dragon. You've got to help us. <laughs> i got to remember what Frankie Freeze's voice was. Super, super high-pitched. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. No, I think he was like, a, he was like, I don't know what it was, but... It's all right. No, man. I, I was Frankie Freezer is a name, man. Frozen pizza cannot stand up to a dragon. You took my gun and melted it. What? Oh. Wasn't your name actually Freddy? Or did it? No, that I was saying Freezer Freddy. Freddy. It was Freezer was Freddy. Actual name. Yeah, was the actual name. <laughs> uh, so the the dragon just unleashes it unleashes its breath weapon upon all of you guys. Hold what? on. I, Ashley was talking about her voice was super quiet for that. Oh, whole. sorry. That's weird. Am I back? Mm-hmm. You're back now, yeah. Um, I mean, guys, we don't have to fight. We can all get out together. There's no reason that we all can't get out. In fact, if we all get out together, our chances are better. No, man. Would you says no, man. Wait, sorry, I got him. I think you're Freddy, uh, Freezer Freddy again for a second. Is yeah, I was, Tyler I was, I was the trying to call it a tiger. Uh... If Tyler no. the Tiger starts with no man, I do bop him in the nose. <laughs> no. No, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> no, you don't understand. If everyone gets out, they all find out the mascots. If just a few of us gets out, man, we'll make so much money, we'll become famous. I won't have to be poked and prodded like a science experiment or hunted down. I don't know about... I mean, I, I know... Many of the people, many of us who are trying to escape aren't planning on making a lot of money by being serial mascots on the outside. Some of us are gonna follow our dreams. Like, uh, Cinna Minivan over there is gonna work at the car wash, and I'm gonna become a police officer, and, uh, Gino's going to get his research published in peer reviewed scientific journals, and Biff's gonna join a circus. So, I don't see what we're competing against. Oh, and Freddy and Danny are going to keep selling uh, drugs. <laughs> we're not planning on competing with you. No, no, no. I mean, if they know about mascots, we will all be poked and prodded as scientific experiments. But we're not going to be mascots. We're going to be something new and no. better. <laughs> Can I like, roll a charisma check or something to try and convince yeah. them? Sure, sure. I use um, bright as one of my descriptions because it both means my personality and also my amount of light that I give off. Sure. I'm using my optimism. If it's a charisma, it's a 17. Well, yeah. No, convinced him. Uh, uh, Tyler seems to back down. Goes, wait, we could be things that are not serial mascots? Why not? <laughs> like, I could be a CPA. 
I mean, I think you'd have to get certified for that. But other than that, yeah, why not? Yeah, and Tyler, there's this thing called the International Review Board. I don't think you're going to have to worry about getting poked and prodded. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> Boy, it's really nice that science has progressed to an ethical standard. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, how we derailed your game with our aggressive optimism. <laughs> yeah, you guys derailed the game like 15 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I noticed that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I guess Snapdragon at this point in time is is told not to use his breath weapon uh, by Tyler. Uh and they all see, and, and you guys all seem to continue to walk down the, the hallway. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, knowing, knowing, being, having been on this floor before, because he's allowed to go between the second and third, uh, and third floors, uh, he, I'll uh, lead you guys to a, uh, like, you know, like those, those hallways they have in, in, ho- in, uh, hotels where you can, uh, like, where they have, like, the, like, six different elevators? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's that. <laughs> So there's enough elevators to kind of quickly move people along, and they go mm-hmm. up to the first floor. We go. All right, we do it. All right, we made it, guys. Uh, everybody, roll a perception check. Is that wisdom? Uh, yes. Sorry. Eight. Fourteen. Also fourteen. Um. So you guys should have. You guys have increased in number. With the addition of Tyler, Sadie, DJ, and Snapdragon. Uh, but there seems to be like there's one more person, but you don't know who is the additional person. That's all. That's yeah. Mm. Uh, so yeah, you guys take the take the elevator up to floor number one. Uh, the the doors open, uh, and you guys are met with uh Flashlights attached to the bottoms of uh, of uh, machine guns as uh, as a SWAT team is aiming down the hallway at you, and you can see a man with a megaphone, a very a very good looking blonde man with a megaphone, saying, "Serial mascot, please put your weapons down and return to your designated floors." Um, I hold up my clipboard like a shield and charge. I also, I use my power running start and I gun it for these, for the, the these SWAT members. And I, uh, I say something like, uh, uh, I throw a dumbbell at Reggie. He throw, okay. Uh, how do I want to do this? I'm going to say, so I'm going to say the running start thing, you can get through before they are able to fire. Everyone else make uh, dexterity uh, throws. Oof. Twelve. That's a bad number. Ten. Four. Uh, so only uh, uh, Jeff takes uh, one deal of harm as uh, bullets uh, rip into his body. Uh, it seems like the fact that there are so many mascots a lot of the bullets are being taken up by a lot of the other mascots. Uh, however, Eli, make a strength check with advantage because you're a bus. A minivan. A minivan. A minivan. That's right. Sorry, not a bus. No problem. I lost a detail. With advantage, 16, 19. Uh, the, the men 
do not stand a chance. Uh, they just get flattened by your enormous body. Uh, it's it's pretty clear. This is like a like a business office, but it's a pretty clear shot through a lobby to glass doors on the other side. Nice. Uh, do you just keep on going? Uh, no. I okay. stop and I turn around to continue running the SWAT people over. Okay. Well, I'm going to say you... Okay. They're aiming at my family. What can I do? Or what else can I do? Uh, so they are all going to shoot again. Everybody make dexterity saving throws. Damn. Can I, like, try and stand, like, in... Or, like, be, like, get in front of them? In front of the guns? Uh, sure. To block fire? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'll allow you to sacrifice this and take two damage. I I rolled an 18 for dex. Uh, you are uh, oddly, oddly, uh, dexterous. I'm just just moving real fast. Yeah, yeah, and plus, like, nobody really knows how to, like, you're not telegraphing your moves in any way, because, I mean, what is there to telegraph? You're you're a minivans. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, how are you doing? Uh, I got a 12. Uh, you only take... Oh, no, you don't take any damage. Yes. Okay. Uh, and Ashley, what did you get? Got an 11. Yeah, you also don't take any damage. Can I float over and shock some, shock one of them? Uh, sure, sure. Uh... I, how is my, uh... How's everybody doing? I can try and, like... If somebody's near a guy, I can try and transfer <laughs> transfer some of the life electricity in somebody's brain over to you to try and heal you. <laughs> oh, I don't know if it'll terrifying. work, but um, I can give it a shot. I or guess, if there's a like, light bulb overhead. I would be uh, just like in proximity of like the SWAT guys, like cartoonishly upturning the the ends of their guns. Nice, nice. I like it. Uh, Roll so for Ashley. Roll a wisdom check with advantage, and for uh, Jeff, roll a strength check with two advantage. All right. And can, can I pick up a machine gun from one of the downed? From one of the yeah, from one of the yeah. people that got run over. And then and then start opening fire myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could absolutely <laughs> do that. Yes. So it's a uh, fifteen. Uh both of you guys. Definitely. So, uh, Sparky not only kills this man, but completely obliterates him. Like, it's like, um, <laughs> it's like that, it's like that gif of Sarah Connor where the, the, the explosion the goes, off, goes off. Yeah, and yeah. she just like gets turned to dust. Yeah, it's like that, but a human body. Uh, and then Jeff cartoonishly, uh, flips a man up, like, just flips a man. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm very uh, emotionally torn right now because I'm hurting people, but I'm doing it to save people, and I'm doing it to save the people that I love. So it's true. It's a, it's a big moment for the for the cinnamon van. Uh, uh, guys seem kind of scattered now as they're kind of they're overrun with like with several mascots. Uh, and it seems like they are just being beaten back. Um, but there is uh, you guys can feel this this kind of cold wind move across you and, and just all the, the horror of, of what you've done is starting to, uh, to dawn on you. Everybody roll a wisdom save. Wisdom check. Mm. 15. 7. 15. 5. Uh, 
Biff in the in the in the Cinna minivan. It's just it's too much. Uh, you guys, you guys can literally feel your psyche cracking. Uh, and you guys both take one harm, one mental harm. Um, but yeah, you guys are in this, uh, in this lobby. There seems to be glass on the other side and you're watching mascots beat the crap out of a bunch of, uh, SWAT people. And I'm assuming Reggie as well is being beaten to death. I would like to fire the machine gun I picked up at Reggie. Uh, well, he's being held down by other mascots, so he, uh, uh, roll, roll a dex check. Well, with this advantage because you've never used a gun before. <laughs> Seven. Uh, so you beat him. You got a six. Uh, so you just you gun this helpless man down. Uh, you guys feel again this kind of cold wind move through you. Uh, everybody roll a wisdom check again. Can I try and shock the cold wind as it goes by? Uh, yeah, you can try. Uh, and 11 wisdom. Four. Uh, City Minivan takes another mental harm. What'd you say, Rick? 13. Uh, and you're fine. Um, so you're gonna try and shock the cold wind? Yeah. Uh, give me another wisdom check. 12. Uh, you feel like you might have some purchase, but it, it feels like a little bit of the electricity has left your body and entered something else, but it doesn't seem like it's enough to really harm whatever it was. Hey, Unseen Horror, we let you go, so please don't kill us. Please? Uh, roll please. a charisma check. Uh, do I get any bonuses because we are the ones who let the Unseen Horror out? Uh, I rolled a nine. If, if I were to say, come on, that'd be a, a real good idea with my charming handlebar mustache, do I get to... <laughs> confer any advantage you know the unseen horror only rolled a seven so (laughs) So you don't even need the handlebar mustache uh one second uh he looks at you and just goes the unseen horror looks at me oh no i just realized eli is now at yeah um what he's just a minivan i had to look at eli's stats for a second he just his, his light slowly dimmed what? Yeah, Cinnaminivan. He's a Cinnaminivan. He took he took too much damage. Wait a minute. What what happened with this convincing Stop. the unseen horror that this, I... this that that happened before? I guess I should say. Okay. Uh, uh, the unseen horror. Uh, you just hear it whisper. Oh, I'm sorry. That was you guys. Oh, um, yeah. I I guess we can all just leave. I, I thought I was still in danger. I mean, I've been in a cage for my entire life. Can you can you help our friend who helped had played an integral role in freeing you, who you may have killed just now? Undo what you did. I I I can't undo what I what I did. I don't do anything. I just show people their own sins. I can, can you show people the good things they do too <laughs> to bring them back? I I would love to. That would make my life a lot less horrible. But that's that's not what I'm made for. What what were you made? Sorry, this is very off topic, but I'm very curious. What were you made for? <laughs> I'm a serial mascot. <laughs> you know you know how during Halloween people always want these scary mascots for their cereal. <laughs> <laughs> well, one guy had the bright idea. What's the scariest thing of all? Well. The yeah. sins that you forget about, and then being reminded of those sins. So he created me. 
Um, um, everyone roll an intelligence check. Three. Okay. Okay, that's better. What'd you get, Ashley? I didn't hear that time either. Yeah. What? What'd you get for uh, intelligence check? 16? No, 15. 15. Um, so there's gotta be... There's gotta be some kind of way for you guys to affect the Cine minivan. Cine minivan. Because you, he has a battery which Ashley was able to charge. So what do you do if a, if a, if a, if a van has sustained too much mental damage? I'm not like leading you guys anywhere. It sounds like I am, but I'm not. Like, like, how, how would you try and fix a car normally? So if the battery is the physical health, is like changing the oil, the mental health? You gotta pop in one of those cassettes. Oh, good call, Biff. Biff, what is the the music to bring him back to life? (laughs) To bring him back to himself? Twisted sister. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rick Astley, never gonna give you up. Very good. I mean, yeah, he's got. I, I, Eli, does the Cine minivan have that cassette in his <laughs> catalog? No, he does not. <laughs> it's fine. We all sing it for him. You, you guys find a tape recorder, record yourself singing, <laughs> pop it in. <laughs> and Rick Astley's never going to give you up plays over the, over the speakers. Uh, Eli, roll a uh, wisdom check. Seven. I, it doesn't work, guys. I should have picked a better song. <laughs> Probably should have picked a better song. But here is your. Wait, can I can I just do a part that can get cut out of the podcast, and yeah, then sure. someone someone can put it together and act surprised? <laughs> I played I played Pantera, uh, Triumph, and Chevelle, and those are all names of cars. Huh. So you could try maybe like Ario Speedway <laughs> <laughs> or the cars. <laughs> Actually, the cars would be pretty good. I can't even pretend to come up with that because there's no way in any reality that I would have figured that out. So that's going to have to be somebody else who figures that out <laughs> or not. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to say... Yes, yeah, who wants to do the retcon? Yeah, no, who wants to <laughs> just recite what I said? Wait a second. <laughs> well, I'm like gonna, I'm gonna say that. Who do we have? Oh, oh, I know what happens. Uh, uh, Dapper Danny inside of uh inside of the inside of the van. <laughs> this whole time that this we forgot time. about <laughs> hasn't left because everybody's mourning. This is the this is the friendliest van anyone has ever seen. And I look over to Biff and say, we were trying to save him, and you just rickrolled us all. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so Dapper Danny reaches down, picks up a cassette, pops it in, and it's uh, and it's the cars, just what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as uh, uh, Eli rolled that wisdom check again with advantage. Okay. Uh, fourteen. Uh, you you start to come back to life. Uh, 
And I'm back. Wow. You guys have freedom at your doors, just beyond these these glass doors. Wow, guys, what what happened? Did we win? We we did it, Cinnamon Van. Let's go. Then I jump inside the Cinnamon Van. Nice. Uh, I, I, I open the doors for the Cinnamon Van. <laughs> I I I bob along on above and follow. Hooray! Hooray! Congratulations, guys. You guys have escaped uh the uh cinnamon uh concentration camp not cinnamon cereal <laughs> concentration camp uh and you guys are now standing in the middle of New York City or i guess in the i don't know if the cinnamon van really stands i guess he does no i i don't stand <laughs> yeah i guess you know some of you are levitating some of you are uh cars uh in the middle of New York City and you guys just have the whole, the world's your oyster, and the the unseen horror slowly escapes behind you, and just we did infects it. the rest of the world. <laughs> it's great! Hooray! I wouldn't change anything. What'd you say? <laughs> I wouldn't change anything. Uh, hey, we- look, Sparky! Here come the police. Maybe you can go talk to them about a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Uh, the police have no idea what you are. They draw their guns. No, no. <laughs> no, we've already we've already had a fight with somebody with guns. Like we did that part twice. Let's let's do something different now. Uh, no, you guys are. Uh, that that was it. That's all I had. You guys broke my campaign very early on. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, it still took three hours. It still it did still take three hours. Yeah, I had to scramble and make a new plot on the fly. I did. Really? Well, also, yeah. running games I, is fun. What'd you say? Running games is fun. That's all it is. It is How are fun. my players going to break this today? It is fun, especially with all of my characters. And this has happened to me twice now. All my characters continue to literally fail charisma checks to just not join the not join the party. <laughs> I think I failed every check in that game, uh, except for the last one, the one that mattered. It's true, and I did have. A, I think I had a strength or a constitution where I rolled nineteen. Uh, yes. I don't know what you were doing, though. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, I think I started strong, and then, alright, make saves to not take damage. Kept rolling, like, four. Oh, cool. Nice work, guys. Yeah, that was good. That was really awesome, actually. I, I like the add your description, descriptions of your powers. Um, yes. That's, that's a cool mechanic. Yeah, so that's the end of the episode. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoy. I kind of enjoyed running it. I had like this whole second floor level planned out. That again, they just blew by, and I'm not lying about that. Somehow, Ashley's characters always convince my enemies to join her, and it's it's destroyed three campaigns now. It's really really annoying uh but just our normal sign off you know remember to like and subscribe to us we're on itunes we're on stitcher uh we're on youtube uh thanks to joe Sobchak for our theme music uh what else do we normally say normally i have jeff to remind me when i'm forgetting to say oh that's right uh you can visit us 
and give us show suggestions at our website, pedantichandwavium.com or ph or phandwavium.com, I believe it is. Or maybe it's pedantichw. Look at older older episodes. We mention it. Uh, you can contact us through Twitter at phandwavium. And uh, we're always looking for new suggestions. Um, I don't know if we'll ever do another D&D episode because it was a ton of work. And I ended up pretty much just like not editing this one because the audio was so difficult to edit. Uh, you know, it's I'm sorry about that, guys. I, uh, I'm trying to write a master's thesis while hosting a podcast. You got to give me some slack. And Jeff has a full-time job. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We love you.